Sandcast. Good to go? Good to All go. right. Well, this is Sandcast, beach volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawerder. We are back in our Born on the Beach studios for the first time in like a month and a half. Oof, I've it's been it. a minute. And we've got the Beach Volley Vikings here in the house. We've got Christian Sorm and Anders Mole. How are we doing, boys? Great. Very We're, good. Uh, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> yes. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. And you've had quite the extended stay here in America. So you you came for Hawaii and you've been here since and you'll be standing out through Vegas. So how's the U.S. been treating you? The U.S. has been treating us very good. It's always good to be in the U.S. and especially the California part. It's Beach volleyball everywhere, and we like beach volleyball, so it's a perfect <laughs> match. Yeah. Hawaii, North, Northern California, San Francisco, and then Southern California, and then Vegas. I don't think... Uh, Tough trip. Doesn't, doesn't sound <laughs> too... Tough trip, but we, we've had a lot of fun. We, uh, we have been exploring, and we have also had time to uh, have a little vacation, see Yosemite, and also not only play beach volleyball, so it's been, uh, it's been a great month. And when's the last time you were home? We left home 5th yeah, of, of September. September. Okay. Mm. So do you guys have, like, families and everything, staying in touch with them? Do, like, <laughs> are they worried that you're coming back? <laughs> Not much. Yes, no, no. mom calls sometimes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Her voice. Yeah. Anders, uh, Anders is smart. He brings his brother along uh, everywhere he goes. His security guard, Hendrik, <laughs> Hendrik Mole, is here with us as well. Yeah. I, do, I do a lot of stuff for these guys. Security guy is one of them. Yeah. Water boy. Pulling up these bad boys. Coach, videographer, we've got a camera over here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever they need, I'm here for. And I used to study in the U.S., so it's nice to see people again for me. Yeah, it was fun uh, seeing you back in Hawaii, back in your in your element. Yeah. You went to the University of Hawaii and played there. Um, I like uh, I like hearing your, your pigeon slang. You're getting it down. <laughs> Not bad yeah. for a guy from Norway. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I'm, I'm a little better than these guys. Whenever I talk to my Hawaiian friends, like they're left out of it. Yeah. Which is funny. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk my pigeon up too much, but I've heard it's, a lot of it. It's, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, I've have heard a little bit, but yeah, I'm impressed so far. Yeah. If you need to brush up, try has a book down there. It's, uh, <laughs> really? like, pi- like pigeon for yeah. dummies. Yeah, we got one. <laughs> and, and you're also a Christian's uh, translator every oh, yeah. once in a while. Here, yeah, he, he, he needs help, which he might do. It's, it's been a lot better since he's been in the US now for a while. But if it's help, then... It's always different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. It's helping me. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Everyone needs a little help. Yeah, especially with the Instagram captions. Yeah. That's uh, a <laughs> shout-out to Hendrik Moll. <laughs> and Hendrik doesn't have a mic right now, so you can tell that he's on the... He's a sharing. A little on, a little off. A little on and off, but he's got a really strong voice, so... He'll be fine. All good. And I like that you guys, you've been here for a while, but when we talked in San Jose, I like that you guys said like part of your job was that you get to see the world. So mm-hmm. you just saw Yosemite, and I'm sure you saw like a fair amount of Hawaii. I know you went on a hike, I think, with what Melissa and some of the Canadians too. Mm-hmm. So like, what has been some of your, I don't want to say like favorite because you guys have been all over the world since January, but mm-hmm. some of the more memorable things that you've seen? Mm-hmm. For sure. I think Hawaii is uh, for sure special, and I wish we had more days off that we can do more hikes and see more uh, places because Henrik lived there for four years and he told us it's amazing and we wanted to see more of the great places but we only had one day off and uh, I we think got we, to see, we got yeah. to see a lot of great places on, on that one day yeah, as well yeah. we, it was uh, a busy day we, uh, we got to explore the island and uh, it was beautiful and it was a, uh, it was a good time there and um, but yeah we, we wish we had more time yeah. in Hawaii for mm-hmm. sure well, hopefully the hopefully it goes back next year. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. We cross and you guys got to lose earlier, so you have more time. <laughs> That's true. More time <laughs> to. We expl- lost earlier this yeah. time too. I was stoked. So <laughs> yeah. I was stoked. Henrik was cheering against you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was sad for like two minutes, and I was like, "Yes." Very nice. And I know it's been such a long year because we started with the Hague, and then you had Fort Lauderdale. It's just been one tournament after the next for you guys so like just mentally how much does it help to take those little breaks to just see the world and sort of step off of a volleyball court because you don't lose early often mm-hmm. like that was a pretty rare instance in hawaii that like you got to take a break and not be busy on a saturday and a sunday yeah. so how much does it help just like mentally being able to like stay in it and like stoke to see different places could tra- traveling can be a lot yeah, yeah we uh i think that's really important for for us to uh just get our minds off volleyball for a little, little while and uh, because there is so much volleyball also in our family we talk volleyball all the time so 
it's really good to uh, to just get some days off when we are not playing, and we we always try to uh, go together and and explore places. Um, when we were in uh, Poland and Warsaw, we. When we lost, we went to a Beyonce and Jay-Z concert. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was cool. And uh, that's uh, something you don't yeah, usually uh, do. But we, uh, we always try to explore the places we go around. And we, uh, we, I think that's really important to, uh, to keep our minds fresh and uh, not always think about volleyball. But sometimes it's hard also because you're tired after the tournament and you're losing, right. you're sad, and you just want to be in a room. But That's especially Kristen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm talking by myself. But uh, <laughs> but I think it's a good thing that we try to do something the days we, ha- we have off and to see the places and do something cool with uh, like a concert or something. Mm. Yeah, That's yeah. I remember um, playing in Norway actually in Stavanger yeah. and a few of the teams that lost early got to go up to the fjords yeah. and yeah. like go up to like some crazy high cliff mm-hmm. and looking out over and I was pretty jealous I definitely would rather be winning yeah but sure. yeah I they were jealous at you, you have to like try to ignore that kind of stuff when you're winning and mm-hmm. then you lose and you're like all right yeah. at least make the most of this trip and yeah. go mm-hmm. out but yeah I would I would have thought that maybe you guys didn't get to see much this year with uh, all the winning you did yeah in the uh in the last part of the season yeah. we uh there wasn't much time for uh anything else and playing volleyball because yeah. it went so fast and he went from the uh, one tournament to the other and uh that was also hard to uh yeah because we we had never been winning so many tournaments right. uh, in a row and uh that was a new a new thing for us this year right but we mm-hmm. handled it pretty well i think oh obviously yeah uh, well, you're currently number one team in the world, so that's uh, I think you handled it pretty well. <laughs> let's let's backtrack all the way uh, back to like when you guys were kids. Like, I mean, you basically were kids when you came on tour. Yeah, you, arguably you still are kids, uh, right? Twenty twenty one, or sorry, twenty one twenty three. Twenty one and twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty one twenty two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what what is what was the original your guys original uh introduction to volleyball i know the mole family was uh is a big volleyball family right mm. how about your family christian my family also played volleyball okay uh, my parents met at a volleyball court actually yeah oh. so they also but they would they just play for fun and i got introduced that way and also uh, when they played i just played with them after mm-hmm. they would finished and uh, it got more and more serious uh, my sport was football or soccer Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of big in Norway, and uh, so that was the thing I want to do professional. And um, but after the years, I think uh, I thought volleyball was more and more fun, and I had to choose at one point, and then I chose uh, volleyball. And then I went to this uh, high school, top hole in Norway, where we met this guy, and we practiced together two times a day, combined with school. It was a border school, so it was like for. Boarding school, boarding yeah. School. Uh, for for us volleyball players in Norway, that's the greatest uh, wow. place to be. So yeah. everyone that went to this school was a volleyball player. Mm-hmm. And this is high school only, or before that even? High school. So high you're school. 15 to uh, between 15 and 18 years. Wow. Yeah. And uh, all three of you went there. Hendrick all three went there as well. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah. so you guys definitely had a head start on everybody else in that way. That's mm. a that's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, what what is it like going to a school like that? Um, with like the mix of volleyball do you like one of your classes is like volleyball in the morning or is it like at the end of the day like a normal school um, uh, I work there right now so I'm gonna oh nice okay I'm gonna speak for yeah <laughs> shout out yeah so um, so there's uh, there's no volleyball classes there's no like volleyball, volleyball educational classes you don't go from like math to volleyball to Science no. to volleyball. No, or? it's just regular subjects like okay. uh, Norwegian, English, math, mm-hmm. uh, second language, and then electives, whatever they are. Um, so you do stuff like that in the middle of the day. Before you go to school, you have a workout. Usually starts at 7 till 9 or something. Then you go to school. Uh, you stay at school all day until 3, and then at 3 you have another session. Huh. And um, after that's done... Um, dinner served at the cafe that's on campus so everything's real close wow and uh, when you're done with that you got the day off you can do whatever you can socialize with other kids that's going there you can uh, 
homework. go lift some weights and then preferably do do homework there's a lot of homework in, right in the norwegian school system oh really so uh do you and you guys live there right it's boarding yeah it's, it's a boarding school so you stay there uh alongside 70 other students both boys and girls wow and uh, the coaches live there on the campus as well and you're a coach right now yeah, when I'm at home, that's what I do. I, I coach there a little bit because our um, our uncle, uh, Jetmund Bernson, he uh, he works there full time, but he can't be there all the time. So when he's not there, I take over. Okay, so that's how it works. Huh. So right now, our our mother is actually working there, and oh, our wow. younger sibling he is a first grader at that school. So oh, really? There's another one. Yeah. But he's, oh, there's, far, there's he's more. far behind. There's more. How many more are there? Uh, there's three more of us. So we're five siblings. And wow. One. Yeah. And what are the ages? Anyone we have to worry about? <laughs> 16, <laughs> 13, and 12. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, Marcus. He's uh, number three. He uh, is a left-hander. He's, uh, he's going to be a uh, good one. He's going to be taller than both. So yeah, he's going to be but taller, he's, he's but skinnier. he's definitely uh, weaker than us. He, uh, <laughs> he still ha- has a lot, a lot, lot of muscles to, uh, to gain. What did you bench in first grade? Uh, yeah, I bench <laughs> a lot in first grade. <laughs> no, I was super skinny too, so yeah. look after Marcus. But uh, they're all super into volleyball, and uh, they, they want to become good good volleyball players as well. So, so it's going to be exciting to, to see how they're going to be in the yeah. future. Definitely. And then your father as well kind of started the volleyball for your family, right? Yeah, he, uh, he's our coach. But we, uh, like our, our mom, she played in the Olympics in Atlanta in 1996. Oh, wow. So uh, she was, was kind of the, the biggest uh, volleyball player in our family. But then our, our dad did more uh, the coaching. Uh, he also played a lot. Uh, he played like 100 games for the indoor national team in Norway. So he's also a really good volleyball player, but um, that's also how we we got into the sport, and uh, we kind of grew up with it, and uh, we love it from the very first day. And uh, now we uh, we're uh, living the dream. We're gonna pause real quick for a word from our sponsors who keep the show moving. We are incredibly grateful for all of our sponsors and all of you, the listeners, who keep the show moving and keep moving us forward couldn't do it without you um and now it's it's nuts that how fast the avp season went by but since it is over now it is probably time that you re-upped on your volleyballs i know that mine have turned to a kind of brownish yellow color so i know it's time for me to re-up on my volleyballs i'm sure it is time for you too as well so go to wilsonvolleyball.com use the discount code wilson sand to get 20 percent off of all purchases at wilsonvolleyball.com this show is also brought to you, as always, by our guys at VolleyballMag.com. They are your daily digital news source for all things volleyball. They got indoor covered. They got beach covered, whether it's from Stad to Hermosa Beach. Ed Chan has the best pictures in the game. Lee Feinswag has the most insightful interviews. Every now and then, I contribute something that might be worthless, might be worthwhile reading. I'm not sure, but if you're looking for volleyball news, make sure to go to VolleyballMag.com, your daily digital news source for all things volleyball. We would also like to welcome Volley Camp Hermosa as a new sponsor of the show. If you're listening, you've probably heard of Volley Camp Hermosa. It is the place to go to get better at beach volleyball. Whether you are planning a trip to Hermosa Beach, California, the mecca of beach volleyball, or live locally, they have professional coaches to take your game to the next level. For those making the beach volleyball pilgrimage, they offer week-long adult training camps that are the complete beach volleyball experience. If you live locally or you can't join a camp, you can take their weekly classes and or private training. All levels are welcome, from A to AAA to open. Sign up online at www.volleycamphermosa.com. I'll say that one more time, www.volleycamphermosa.com. Or for more information, you can just give them a call. It is 234-PLAY-VCH. Or you can email them. Info at volleycamphermosa.com. We will see you guys on the sand. And, of course, we always love our sponsors at PacificCoastWealthManagement.com because if your financial plan goes beyond making it into the main draw of an AVP volleyball tournament, check out our online planning tool at PacificCoastWealthManagement.com. We all know that you beach volleyball players need to 
to put that oodles of prize money somewhere, you might as well start it with Pacific Coast Wealth Management. So when you get to the site, click on their link, build your financial plan here, and work with a licensed fiduciary advisor who can discuss everything from 401ks, IRAs, life insurance, estate plans, tax strategy, social security, investments, or good old stock tips, also known as a lot of stuff that beach volleyball players genuinely don't know a whole lot about, which is why we need the help with our guys at Pacific Coast Wealth Management. Business owners who need to offer benefits, retirement, or pension plans for their employees, partners or themselves, you can give them a call too. Or 529 College Savings or Roth IRA for your kids. Did you know that you can give 15000 a year to your kid? I know when I was a kid, I wouldn't have minded that. Start with your favorite volleyball player by connecting with us at Pacific Coast Wealth Management on Instagram or www.pacificcoastwealthmanagement.com or you can give them a call, 949-637-7052. Again, that is 949-637-7052. A lot of the listeners of the show are professional athletes, and as we all know, you cannot have enough recovery, which is why the show is also brought to you by our good friends at FireflyRecovery.com. So what Firefly Recovery is, it is a wearable device that simulates blood flow throughout the damaged or sore or afflicted area, say a knee. And what you do, you just strap it on and it helps you recover much faster. So when you are on that 12-hour flight to Stad or a 36-hour trip to South Africa, you can put this on and you're not going to get that super sore, kind of swollen feeling that you get after you fly on planes. Actually, you can make your plane you can make your trip productive by putting on Firefly Recovery, helping heal up that area, getting off, and you're going to be playing the best volleyball of your life. So give them a visit at FireflyRecovery.com. Let us know what you think and use the discount code SANDCAST in all caps for a 10% off. All right, that is SANDCAST, all caps, for 10% off at FireflyRecovery.com. And now, back to the show. Yeah, definitely. I wish I knew that story uh, when I went and played you and Christian and uh, Klagenfurt, I, me and Haydn got the draw, and we're like, oh, perfect. These <laughs> 19 and 20-year-old Norwegian kids. Norway hasn't been known for being all that good. In, you guys have had a few good teams, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Not, uh, not to your caliber right now that I know of. Mm. But, um, yeah, we drew you guys to go to, a, to, go to the quarterfinals <laughs> and ended up losing. That, that kind of sucked. Yeah, that, I remember that game really well. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! Had two, had, had, had a net roll. I had two aces to uh, to finish the first set there. And yeah, you couldn't try. Was wrong. pissed. <laughs> Come on, we <laughs> yeah. I was a little aggro. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely pissed. No, that was that was a really that was our first tournament together. That was the breakthrough. Mm. Yeah, and uh, we we had never uh, played together before that tournament. Uh, we had like two or three practices prior to uh, to Klagenfurt. Mm. And uh, we won the two games in the qualification. We won our pool, and uh, we went on to the round three and lost against Canada 15-13. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a huge tournament and a huge mm. big breakthrough for us. And uh, now everything has happened after, and, uh, mm. yeah, it's kind of... I'm glad it could crazy. be a stepping stone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It> helped. <laughs> I'm curious about this school. So was it indoor, beach, or was it a mix of both? Because I'm wondering, like, where, where beach would have come in to the picture? Because Norway is not, like, <laughs> it's not 85 degrees in October. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's a mix of both. Okay. And that was the reason I started. Because it was only indoor the years before. But then they built an indoor, uh, indoor beach volleyball facility. Yeah. Okay. So that's three that, three courts yeah. and heated sand and uh, really mm. the roof is really high. The roof is like fifty feet. Yeah, so you can play international games there and uh, heated sand. There's yeah, a, there's gonna Whoa. be an international tournament there too. Yeah, uh, there's gonna be a world tour one star there yeah. this uh, in, in February. February. Yeah, we didn't oh, know wow. about this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> until, until today. <laughs> oh wow, that's yeah. sweet. I mean. One star, that's a start. Uh, uh, that's a yeah, start. Yeah. start. Yeah. But it's, it's really important for the students there to uh, so they can see the level and uh, so they can yeah uh, get inspired. Right. Mm-hmm. For us, that was really important to have a tournament back in Norway uh, with the Stavanger mm-hmm. Grand Slam. Right. Maybe we can talk about that later. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have a feeling that you guys were both exceptional indoor players in your own rights too. What made you want to take the beach route over indoors? I always liked beach more 
because you're always touching the ball and you're always a bigger part of the game, I think. And you have they, didn't, to they didn't share the ball with you indoors? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, send <laughs> me, guys. <laughs> and so I think that's the main reason that I liked. And also you have to have all the skills. You have to do defense, digging, setting, and you have to have uh, yeah, all the skills. Yeah, and you got to be strong mentally as well. Mm. You don't have a coach. You, don't, you can't be, be subbed. Mm. Uh, so you have to like stay in it mm. yourself and uh, that's also a really yeah cool thing about beach volleyball it's more uh, I don't know well rounded yeah oh. exactly yeah I felt the same way coming from indoors I felt like I wasn't utilizing all my skills mm-hmm. like you're supposed to be specialized mm. in, in indoor and mm. I wasn't like the big hitter so basically, I was just like the O2 who's covering, passing, passing not yeah. getting set that much, and I wanted a little spotlight. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't come out to the beach. <laughs> now my partner has Who to set want me. That? Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but I, I actually played uh, one year professionally in, in Belgium after uh, after uh, graduating from Toffoli, Norway, and uh, I got to try that lifestyle as well to play professionally indoor, and uh, I liked it. It was it was a lot of fun, and we had a really good coach. Uh, played at Noliko Mosaic, a really uh, well-known team in, in Belgium. Champions mm-hmm. League. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, team. So had a great time there, learned a lot, but uh, just didn't feel that this was uh, the right for me. And uh, I saw Kristen and uh, Matthias uh, traveling around the world and, and yeah, playing the, the selfies, best. snapshots <laughs> every day <laughs> yeah. of the beach in Brazil. <laughs> they were having way I too much fun. I was super, super jealous. So I wanted to do the same. Uh, so I jumped on that train the next year and uh, started playing with Christian and and Matthias. Mm. Last year was kind of like we were uh, rotating the three of uh, ah, right. three of us because mm. Hendrik was not there. He was he was injured. Mm. Do you think the the at least playing under that pressure? It's a different pressure when you're playing indoors. You know, you're representing a club. They're paying you. You're mm-hmm. under contract. You think that the playing under those kind of pressures and in, in front of Pretty big crowds as well. I'm sure if it was Champions League, mm-hmm. you think those pressures uh, help prepare you um, for the beach? Definitely. Uh, I I was fortunate to be able to like uh, play for uh, the youth national team in uh, like under 20 beach volleyball okay. uh, European Championships. So you got to do both. So I I got to do that before I went to uh, to Belgium as well. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of prepared for what the for the pressure there. Um, but I think we, we learned a lot from the youth European Championships and also the youth uh, World Championships. Yeah. Uh, you have like a silver mm. there. So mm. um, that definitely helped us a lot and uh, made us stronger mentally because it's, uh, yeah, you feel, you feel small uh, when you play in front of these uh, small crowds, crowds and you have to like be, be used to it. Right, right. So... I think that actually helped me a lot. Mm. You got to play up to the big crowds and then you mm. got to psych yourself up when there's a small crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because, I mean, shoot, to come out when you're as young as you guys are and, and be ready to compete on this level is, is kind of unheard of because mm. beach is an experienced sport and I think you mm. have to, usually you have to see the game flow and mm. experience the feel for kinds of big hitters and power game and, and veterans with their shots and the way they can move the ball around but you guys kind of came out and were fairly ready obviously you've been training beach volleyball since you were uh, younger because the top top volley that's what it's called mm-hmm. top volley school but what else do you think you guys did um before let's say that breakthrough match when you beat me and Hyden. Uh, <laughs> that's the breakthrough what, what do you think were, were like the big things that you guys did um growing up that kind of prepared you to compete right almost right away on on the world tour it took two seasons to get to number one in the world where you guys are at but mm. you're obviously competing right away Klagenfurt was probably one of the biggest tournaments in the world at that point so mm. what do you think was kind of a, a big factor was it like you guys just watched a lot or studied it or mm. maybe you guys had great practice I mean you got your brother probably was beating up on you a bit when you were younger Mm-hmm. Mm. Anything come to mind? That's a hard question, but I think, uh, like Anders said, we have a lot of experience from youth yeah. tournaments and playing in 
like the finals and that kind of stuff. And also we have been watching like the stars like Ricardo and Dallauser since we were really young. So you watch a lot of video or did yeah. you guys get to actually go to tournaments ever? We watched a little video, but also the Stavanger tournament is ah, right. one of, I think that's one of the reasons I starting to like, I want to play professional beach football. When I saw the world championship in, in Stavanger, I was like in love with this game, the crowd, the right. sport, uh, mm-hmm. it was like so crazy. Um, but I also think we're kind of, uh, it's hard to explain, but when I play, I'm, if I get blocked, I just don't, or if I just, if I get blocked, I always think about why did I get blocked? I didn't, I'm just like just hitting and next time I also just hitting, I try to see what the blocker do and try to remember and try to learn from every, right. every part of the game. Uh, I think that's, we have an open mind to learn through every match and every yeah. training. Uh, we're we're yeah. definitely good when it comes to like communicating mm-hmm. and uh, making good plans and uh, trying to like see see the whole game and not follow like one tactic from the start. Mm-hmm. We we try to uh, just see how every game goes and and uh, like uh, adapt to to it. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it helped a lot that we talked a lot of volleyball when we were at home uh, with our parents. We discussed many different things. So. That kind of prepared us to uh, mm. to these tough matches, um, and also we're we're really we're two really calm guys, and we uh, we match each other uh, very well there. And uh, it's easy for us to 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 get along on on the court, and uh, that chemistry is really I think that's really important. Mm. And uh, we are we're we're smart volleyball players. We we know a lot of things and we have watched a lot of uh, volleyball uh, in yeah. our life and also like on where we have been watching on YouTube but also like on on live when we uh, saw the players play in Stavanger and uh, around the world mm. that seems like a the the biggest factor that I don't know if people are missing but like when I see the success that you guys had there's a lot a lot of people watch especially you Anders like mm-hmm. physically you up the, at the net you're getting up it's pretty high, high maybe mm. higher than almost anyone in the world, like mm. like the Phils and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people might attribute it to that, mm. a lot of your success. But I think right there, what you guys said, that you guys mm. study the game and mm. constantly trying to learn, that's probably the thing that's really pushing you guys over the top. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, we always sure. try to mm. develop, and we, we know that we can always improve our game. And now, even though we're number one in the world, we have so much to to improve. And... Mm. We want to to keep pushing our level, and uh, that's uh, our motivation as well. To uh, we want to see how good we can become, and uh, yeah, that's uh, we we want to push the the sport to mm. a higher level. How do you um, have you got? I mean, we still have one more event of this season, but how do you raise the bar, or set the bar for yourself going into next year? I don't know if you've thought about it yet, or if you mm. want to, mm. but you know, yeah, I think. Uh, the greats are always able to, they don't need anyone to be chasing. They're mm. setting their own bar and keep racing, raising mm. their own bar. Mm. But I think that's a whole new challenge. So it might be a fun challenge for you guys coming mm. up. Yeah, we, because we have always been pushing uh, against, uh, the, yeah, we, we have always tried to practice with the best uh, mm. teams that we can. And uh, now we, we are the best team. So now we have to like, find uh yeah we of course we have to try to practice with the, the other teams but mm. uh i think that if we just uh, really focus on things to improve on practice i think that's going to be really a key to improve more and uh yeah, there's, there's, there's no a, recipe well, there's a lot of good teams out there so there's always some teams that can challenge you on different things mm. and you just have to learn from each and every team you play against right mm. The yeah, first time, <laughs> I was hoping you guys would be cocky and thinking you're gonna be the shit next year and then go downhill. But that sounds like a pretty good mindset. Yeah. <laughs> the the first time that I'd really seen you guys play was when you were here in Huntington in May, and mm. you played John Mayer and Trevor Crab, and you knocked him out. And I asked John, I walked by him in the player's tent and just asked, you know, about you guys, and he said that Anders that he remo- reminded. Uh, 
him of Phil Dahlhauser, mm. which is like the highest compliment an American mm. can pay another blocker. And I know that you guys weren't quite at the level that you are now, just because it mm. took you like halfway through the season to start winning. I think Staub was your first win, mm. right? What was what's the difference between your game in Huntington? when you were on the cusp of winning and in Stad where you went Sunday, 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 back to back to back and won three in a row? Oh, it's, uh, I feel like in May also we had some really good matches and I think the level kind of was there, but I think the constant or the, to maintain the consistency and contain the level over whole tournament, we, like, we played good in the pool play. First time we played good. Second round, we can just lose against a team that was... Um, kind of the rank was better, worse than the opponent we beat yesterday. And uh, I think that's the main thing this season that uh, last couple of months that we can uh, win the matches even though we are not playing our best. And we can find a solution during the game to win to win the match. I think that's uh, one of the key points for uh, Al. This, uh, I went back and watched all of the matches that were available from Stad the other day. And so I started with your semifinal against Taylor <laughs> and Jake and Christian. I kind of just want to start with that dig at, I think, what, 14, 13? Yeah. So Taylor has a cut shot for match. And, I mean, you guys were in a semifinal. And a Norwegian team hadn't won a beach volleyball medal since 97, I think. Years. And well, so Andrew's yeah. like, that was, like, your whole life. Like, they hadn't won a medal. And you guys were right there, like, how do you stay mentally composed on a stage like that when you're in a spot that a Norwegian team literally hasn't been since you guys could talk? Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, they didn't uh, think of that. No, <laughs> they would have thought of that. They probably would have gotten their heads. Yeah, we did not think about that at all. You can't think about that at all because then you, you will lose and uh, or it's going to be harder to win for sure. Uh, you have to like... Stay your, stay in your own bubble. You just don't gotta think. You just gotta do. Uh, at that point. Yeah. I like mm. that. Mm. But uh, yeah, we uh, we we. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's difficult. But uh, I think we just uh, really just think about what we're gonna do out there, and not uh, we we don't think about the crowd. We uh, we don't think about what if we win and uh, what can happen if we win and everything about that. We we just think about our game and the next ball and what we're going to do um, and try to make a plan for every ball. Yeah. Uh, so we are really, when you, can, when you see the videos, we are really, really calm and really focused. Uh, and you, you, see, you see not that many emotions from us. We, uh, we are a team like that, but I think that, that also helps us. Uh, also yeah, we, that. That's also why we're strong. Yeah. We also had a little bit of luck. <laughs> that we also have a little, I don't know, that's a right good thing. Because I, uh, I usually don't dive like that. And <laughs> with my right hand, I think my eyes was almost closed. And I was like, <laughs> well, and that was but a um, good one. Christian never touches his chest. To if you study Christian's technique, you always take a ball and then go on his, on on his, his hands, hands. <laughs> or his elbows <laughs> and then on his knees. He will never touch. The sand he doesn't ball. want to get sand. But for that ball, he was <laughs> all the way in one hand. Got it off with one hand. That was, um, was maximum effort. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I get I get nervous when I watch the video now. <laughs> like, normally, I get more sandy than you on the, after the games. Yeah, like my my shirt can be like completely wet and full of sand. Kristen is like clean, super clean. It's <laughs> called smarter. Yeah, smarter. really. Yeah. I mean, that blows my mind because I remember. Hayden and I were opposite. He'd always look at me after, and I have no sand on yeah. me. But I'm a blocker. So yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. it's because I'm blocking balls. Yeah. Or, I don't know. But for a defender not to get yeah. sandy, that's yeah. some good footwork or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> Something's good. It's funny, though, that you mentioned how calm you were, because that was what I was thinking when I was watching your final against Herrera and Gavira, which, I mean, you guys went up, like, 18-11, I think, in the second, and it was really just, like, the rest of it was just a matter of time you won it and this is for like a gold medal and it looked like you guys it was like one to one in like just a random tournament and not three points away from like winning the biggest tournament of the year where do you get that mental composure from because like 
you know, I don't know how much you, AVP you guys watch at all, if you know Ed Ratledge, but so he had, he's been playing AVP for 20 plus years and he was in the finals in San Francisco and on match point, he was like bouncing around and jumping and you mm-hmm. could tell like how stoked he was to be so close to his first win and he ended up winning, but you guys, you treated it so differently. And I mean, it worked for Ed and then this one worked for you guys. So where do you get this mental composure from? Cause that, that's gotta be tough to have so early in your young career. Yeah, I think that's something that's really special about us, that we have that, that mental composure and uh, that we can stay so calm in, uh, in tight situations. But I think uh, it, it just grows on us. Uh, when when we, uh, we had a lot of confidence uh, in that tournament and we, we built a lot of confidence in that tournament and we used that confidence in the next tournaments. I think that's also why we did so well. But... Um, Kristen is is always ice cold when it comes to uh, the the tight situations. He he has always been like that, and he he loves to uh, get the side outs uh, when it's uh, close. Yeah. So that's why that's why I spike bad on the warm up, <laughs> <laughs> just because I wanted to get the serves. <laughs> uh, but I I have had a little trouble with it before. I um, I struggle a lot with uh, with closing games and. Uh, I I thought I was uh, I didn't like it, but now mm. I have gotten used to it, and I have uh, been in the situation many times and many times, uh, or I have learned a lot. So I think we're just using our knowledge now to uh, and putting it putting it into our game. And uh, I don't know, it's uh, it's hard to find a question no uh, answer on that question, but uh, I think that's uh, what I have to say. Uh, and winning winning one of the big tournaments is one thing, and you guys won back to back to back. Did it because that that's success that's really difficult to sustain, not just three tournaments in a row, but then a little bit later you guys were back in the finals in San Jose in an equally loaded field. Mm-hmm. So how do you continue to sustain that success without getting big headed and without sort of slacking off a little bit? Anders, you mentioned that your confidence rose with each one. Um, but still, I mean, you're playing against the best in the world, which, you know, Brower and Mewson can be to anybody. I think there's probably 10 teams on the world tour that could probably win any mm-hmm. given weekend. Yeah. Sustaining that had to be pretty difficult. I'm just curious, like, how did you stay mentally engaged that whole time? I think uh, short-time memory, maybe. Yeah. Like, I, for me, I don't think much about, like, the previous week or... Uh, I don't think about that we won the last tournament, that we are ranked higher than before. That's because um, it takes like three weeks for the FIB yeah, to check to show up in your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Three yeah. weeks away and then it shows then up. Finished. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, for me, I don't think much about like the pure pre- previous uh, tournaments. And still for me now, when you tell me that you won like four tournaments row, I still almost can't believe it because it's, it's it's so crazy to win. If you ask me in May if anybody will win four tournaments in a row, yeah. I will say no. No, right. no teams will do that. Because the level in the FIV Tour is so good now. Teams from the qualifiers go to the semifinal finals. Especially in the qualifiers, they yeah, win. Yeah, exactly. In, uh, in Shanghai or something. In Berlin. Oh, yeah. Berlin, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and also Qatar, did, they played... Uh, <laughs> Qatar played the qualification in Vienna and they got third or something. Right. So the yeah, level exactly. and it's so high. So, uh, oh, I don't know. I just you just play and uh, focus on playing and also you get confidence while you're winning and you're not thinking so much. You just play and it works. You're you just know? having fun. Mm. Like the the last uh, three tournaments, we just had a lot of fun and mm. we really enjoyed playing. And mm. uh, it's not been like it's been a struggle. Yeah, uh, before we were really grinding and uh, but now it's been like just fun and we enjoyed it and mm. uh, we, we were really relaxed. I think that's, that was huge. Mm. Nice. Um, Hendrik, what's your uh, year looking like in terms of, I know you were playing, you're, you're on the tour, you're kind of just helping out towards the tail end here. Your partner mm. is uh, nowhere to be found, is that? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't know he I don't know what he's doing. He's still in Norway. He's doing some indoor stuff. Ah, okay. I suspect there's some lady stuff going on, but we don't know yet. <laughs> we haven't confronted him about it. But there's, uh, always, there's always a lady. Yeah, when usually. they're missing. <laughs> but we—it's uh, off season for us. Um, 
Uh, he had an injury in the Norwegian Championships that he's kind of been nursing since. He didn't feel that ready to play here. Mm-hmm. And I'm nursing my uh, ankle injury that I got uh, when I was playing in Hawaii uh, one and a half years ago. So we're just taking a little break now, taking some time off because there's no rush for us. It would just have been this Las Vegas tournament right. for us to play in anyways. But you guys are trying to go full-time next year, right? Oh, yeah, we are. Um, we we went to all the same tournaments as these guys this year and had a pretty busy summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we will go 100% going into next year. And you guys are all um, going to Spain or Tenerife? Is mm. it, yeah. uh, we go to the same season? training camps. It's usually in Tenerife, which is south, some islands... Canary um, Islands. Canary Islands, south of Spain, outside of Africa. And a lot of teams go there, right? A right. lot of European teams go there. Right. It's like their their main practice grounds. And, I wouldn't uh, mind checking that out one day. Yeah. You <laughs> guys are always create, welcome. I'm trying to create the uh, the Hawaii off-season uh, training, training uh, camp. camp. But uh, it's you, not quite you know ready we're, yet. You know we're always down for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys will be one of the first calls. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, since you're a local boy, of course. Yeah, you know, well, you got to have someone that speaks a little pigeon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> translator. Yeah, yeah exactly. translator in the game. <laughs> and I, uh, so this past winter, I covered the Winter Olympics. So like half my stories were about Norwegian Winter Olympians winning gold mm-hmm. medals. And now you guys are taking over the beach, too. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there anyone who's bad at anything? Snow volleyball. Snow volleyball is the next yeah. thing. Well, like, uh, team sports. We discussed this earlier outside of the podcast, but, like, team sports with big teams are hard to do in Norway because we're not that many people. So what we tend to do is specialize into individual sports. Mm-hmm. Most, most winter sports are usually individual. There's not a lot of team sports. Um, team sports involving more than like five people it's hard to do like soccer we're not soccer is popular in Norway like Christian said but we're not too good in soccer our traditions are not too good because I don't don't really know why but because it's freezing half the time yeah well that doesn't help either (laughs) we actually have uh, we're really good at handball in Norway but it's not a big Um, sport but we're we're pretty good at Handball it. Handball is cool. That's a really cool it's, sport. It's a cool sport. It's really fun to watch. I remember when I played in Turkey, they would be handball practice after our mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's like, that does not exist in the US. Most people that are listening probably don't know what that is. No, no, no they're probably confused. It's like indoor <laughs> soccer, but with your hands. Yeah, it's like kind of like basketball, mm. too, because yeah, okay. you dribble yeah. the ball. Yeah. I guess I just explained basketball. And then, <laughs> do you have to dribble, though? You yeah, you have, take to, like, you have to dribble the ball. You can take like two steps, two steps. more steps. Yeah, right? yeah if you steps. if you do three, you're you're gonna get cold. Okay, two steps. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, and kind of like water polo in a sense, because right. you have that goal that you're trying to aim at, and you go like. And you have the uh, Indoor yeah. soccer, basketball, wrestling, water polo, water and also wrestling because they, they like wrestle each other. It's it's a pretty it's pretty, rough game. Yeah. It's a pretty <laughs> rad sport, sport. Yeah. and it's like hockey because you're in the in. It's like boarded off, right? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not boarded off. Oh, it's not. But you can get penalties like two minutes. Yeah, two minutes penalties oh, okay. if you do mm. some bad stuff. Mm. Well, what about hockey in Norway? You guys got to be good at hockey, right? Decent. It's improving. Yeah, it's decent. We mm. have some players in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, Mats Sukarello for the. New York Rangers, Rangers is mm. that it? Uh, it's right. good, but cool. it's like also winter sport. So, Norway in Norway we we use a lot of funding, a lot of funding goes to winter sports, yeah, but yeah. not to the summer sports that much. But right. uh, there's been a trend in recent years. Uh, there's been some good athletes uh, in the summer sport arena, like uh, track and field, track and mm. field and rowing. Mm. Uh, rowing is also mm. right on. What other sports did you guys play growing up? I know you mentioned you were big into soccer yeah. for a while. Is is basketball big? Like, what are some other, or is it just like volleyball is kind of is that number one over there? For us, yeah. Yeah, I played soccer and uh, yeah, I know it's you. You, did, you played a, no, or you did a little uh, track and field. Didn't uh, you? Track and field was maybe five months, I think. Oh, because okay. my father was uh, high, high jumper. A high jumper and a diathlon, no, the decathlon, 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 yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's the sport I've been doing. 
Yeah, and also for us, uh, we we all, of course did some soccer, but uh, we come from a really small village. Like we uh, we have five hundred inhabitants uh, wow. in our in our uh, village, so it's super small, but really beautiful. Just like surrounded by forest. <laughs> And beach volleyball courts, forest and fjord and mountains, and uh, we actually wow. have like we have uh, six beach volleyball courts in uh, What's in our the town. town called Strandvik. Strandvik. Yeah. Okay. So Strand has to be. Uh, we have to we have to live a place where you call where where it's called Strand or the top volley uh, school. Sand. It's uh, it's at Sand. The the town the, the, is called Sand. Yeah. Wow. That was crazy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, we we didn't do that much uh, other sports. Well, we we tried. Uh, we did some tennis. There's like tennis mm. courts in our hometown, and we played a lot of uh, bandy. Is that what you call it? Bandy. Oh yeah. Uh, bandy. Floorball. Bandy. Floorball. Floorball. I think. Floorball. Uh, I don't know. Land we, hockey. I don't know if we have that. Oh, like uh, like roller hockey. <laughs> it's like land hockey. <laughs> it's land hockey, but it's smaller. Oh, field hockey. Field hockey. Oh, okay. There we go. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like exclusively anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, field hockey's big for girls on the east coast. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. So it's like but field hockey if... for girls and lacrosse for men. Yeah. Right? Oh, Something okay. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, but I'm it's, like, it's like field hockey indoors on a smaller. Uh, okay. Smaller court. We did. Yeah, we did some some of that stuff and good cardio. Yeah. No, no, no winter sports really. We didn't do much winter sports. We're never good at that. Or yeah, Henry, uh, Henry, <laughs> I was Henry hated skiing because he, <laughs> he couldn't get the the hand of it. But yeah, I was just curious because basketball is probably the biggest crossover sport that you see between the volleyball players now. Like a lot of the old school guys, like Mike Dodd was a professional basketball player, and then before he switched over to volleyball. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of that in yeah, the U.S. Yeah. So I was curious if if there was any trend overseas. Yeah, you have Buttinger um, and you have Jefferson here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luke Walton. <laughs> yeah, Luke Walton. <laughs> um, you know, I think um, Samoylovs, Alexander Samoylovs played basketball. He, he played basketball. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he played pro as well, right? Like, maybe maybe a little been, bit. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think basketball is kind of big in Latvia. Yeah, yeah. in the Baltic. In Norway, is, basketball right. is really small. Yeah, and volleyball and beach volleyball is also not very big sport, so it's on the rise. Yeah, I know you guys haven't been home in a while, but what is it like coming home now? I mean, are you almost like Norwegian celebrities now when you come back home? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been a lot more media attention than ever before, and uh, mm-hmm. we can feel that we are more uh, more famous than than before. <laughs> <laughs> they can you can see people recognizing us on the streets. Um, Wow. So that's uh that's pretty cool. Um but it's it's not like a life changer or anything. Uh, yeah. we we're, we're still uh, down to earth people and we uh we don't take off by any means. So uh, I think that's that's really important for us. Well, there's only 500 people in your town, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just got to go up one Instagram post yeah, and uh, exactly. everyone's going to know. <laughs> <laughs> now, we called you boys here for a while. Um and then you have a flight to Vegas to catch. Is there anything else that you want to bring up or talk about? Make sure that we we chatted about before we let you get up and uh, hopefully make a final in Vegas. Well, we can ask you uh, try how it is to be back on the Ooh. tour. Ah, yeah. It's quite we, nice. We have been talking. We have Coming been talking off of a win. A win. Yeah, exactly. A win in China. Yeah, that's I'm, huge. I might just call it here. <laughs> <laughs> just end right there, and my win percentage is yeah, great. Right yeah. now, you're uh, number one in the world on the Olympic. Uh, yeah, Olympic yeah. Yeah. It feels pretty good. I might yeah, pull yeah. out of Vegas and go through the whole off season. Actually, no, then I would lose it. Uh, no, it's it's been pretty awesome. I've spent a lot of time sitting here and hanging out with Travis and yeah. <laughs> a lot of times in this room actually in my living room and dining area when I wasn't playing and doing a lot of talking so it's been mm-hmm. fun to do do the walking instead yeah. of the talking now mm-hmm. and um it, it's pretty crazy how familiar it feels out there I've said that a few times mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. you'd think at taking two years off you, you'd go out there and be like oh crap like it's too fast mm-hmm. and but just watching, and it's kind of like you guys growing up. You guys said you watched a lot, and then it seems like by the time you got to the world tour, it was mm. it's natural. Were, yeah, it's natural. You're mm. used to the pace, and uh, yeah, for me, I kind of just feel like staying close to the sport, watching, being talking like this on the podcast, and uh, doing the broadcasting uh, helped me a lot. And um, man, it's it's a lot, a lot more fun now. Yeah. It was it was for sure some somewhat depressing times not playing and not I being an imagine. athlete anymore but 
um, it's been fun and it's crazy. Like last time I played, you guys were in like your coming out mm. game, and mm. then now next time I play, you guys are the top team in the world. Yeah. I'm mm. Like what the, what the <laughs> hell happened while I was gone? <laughs> um, no, but I'm excited, and and the World Tour is like you said earlier, it's mm. probably the best it's ever been. So mm. I'm excited to, uh, you know, we want a three star, which is I'm not going to downplay that at all it's it's a world tour event and it's a tough one as well sure but i'm excited to get out and start playing against all the four or five star players like Mm -hmm. you guys in vegas and uh i'm sure hendrick will be right there next year we'll all be battling and uh it's really fun fun season yeah i'm excited for next season for Mm -hmm. sure Maybe some, uh, well, first, I mean, we all got to just go take care of Vegas. And there's probably not a better place to end the year than in Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) Right? That's true. And you guys are both 20, or you're 21 and 22. So you guys are all clear. All good. Made a little extra money in the World Tour final. You might want to look that look that one up and see how much they made in that one. They're, they're going to have a good party in Vegas, for sure. <laughs> Drinks on us. All right. Oh, perfect. Or, uh, you said uh, it. Anders, Anders. I'm not spending my money on other people. I said it for both of us. I'm not going to take that bill alone. Bottle service. Yeah, it's going to be fun. What, what other uh, kind of uh, things stood out to you guys this year on tour just having fun enjoying i know you guys mm-hmm. said hawaii was was a good one and mm-hmm. oh yeah something else we got to talk about is is your guys youtube page oh, yeah. uh you're doing a video right now we'll see what, what you guys come up with that um and we'll have to have our listeners go check that out but um i think it's been pretty cool obviously i've been doing stuff on the side media wise um that i want to continue now that i'm a player but you guys started a youtube page that's been pretty successful and pretty popular mm-hmm while you're playing um talk a little bit about that and why you're doing it and mm-hmm. what you're doing and um how people can follow along i've yeah. been i watched the hawaii one the other day you guys did a vlog about your trips around like mm-hmm. what you're talking about your trip around oahu which i thought was very entertaining nice Kristen, you want to do a... <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take you. Their names, Sir Hendrick, their names are the Beach Volley Vikings, yeah. which I love because everybody knows yeah, I'm check a it out, Vikings yeah. fan. And, and Anders just had my, my Minnesota Vikings helmet on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hired as an actor. This yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about it earlier. Hendrick and Anders, um, they run the camera, and uh, Christian's the face guy. Yeah, he doesn't worry about that. He's, no. he's the actor. Yeah, he's better in front of the camera. It's only acting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's only acting. No, we uh, we started this YouTube channel uh, quite recently. We uh, we did a lot of uh, vlogs in Norwegian before uh, because we just wanted to show our just lifestyle. Not, not vlogs, but just like we yeah, like practice, travel travel videos, practice diaries. Mm-hmm. We would call them travel videos and stuff mm-hmm. uh, for for our Facebook page because we we have been on Facebook for a while and that was like our audience because it's mm-hmm. but it's only like the Norwegian people mm-hmm. that go on there. Uh, to watch so we wanted to expand it to reach more people and so we decided to do them in english like the same stuff that we did and also put a little more work into it and right. we got a we got a better camera we learned how to edit videos and it just like grew from there kind of and now it's something that's a part of what we do because uh the media stuff is is really important um for uh for a beach volleyball, right. there's, there's not that much coverage. You don't get that much coverage. Right. Uh, we don't have a, media. the ESPN no. covering us every day like other so, sports do. Yeah. So we need to do it ourselves, mm. for sure. Exactly. So. Yeah, we we want to we want to grow the sport and we want to uh, make the sport bigger in Norway and also like in in the whole world. And uh, we we really love this lifestyle, and we think it's uh, something a lot more people can uh, uh, have a relation to um so share. yeah so right. uh, i think the potential for beach volleyball in the future is really big because it's a spectacular sport and uh i think it's uh, really important that we are doing what we're doing with the youtube channel the mckibbins what they're doing with the youtube channel what mm-hmm. you guys are doing with the podcast i think we just have to really cooperate together and uh uh try to Make the sport bigger and now, uh, now more visual. Now we just need some big investors. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, <laughs> anyone out there? 
So if you if you know any big investors who, uh, <laughs> that wants to actually help a sport, a, a Olympic sport, the athletes are on links board. Are, yeah. Links are below. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's huge. And I think it's really important. It also sets, uh, you know, McKibben's doing it, you guys doing it, mm. us doing something of that nature. It's just, you know, uh, Melissa from Canada, mm. she started doing something, mm. Kelly Reeves. And I think it's starting a trend, especially for the up-and-coming athletes. Mm, it's kind sure. of setting a standard of yeah. we need to get ourselves out there and mm. promote ourselves, do a little work outside of volleyball, even though we are very busy. Mm. Um, just what needs to be done. And it, it's going to help the sport grow, but it, we're also going to make a much better living in the long run, mm-hmm. I think, because people have more access to us. And mm. um, Yeah, like, like you said, like if we can collaborate, everyone that is doing it can collaborate like we are today. We're, we're doing a video... And uh, audio version of it. Um, sky's the limit. I was yeah. talking the other day, like dreaming, like we could be like surfers and just get paid to not even be on yeah. tour and just travel the world yeah. and make videos. Yeah. So that's we'll, the, that's we'll, the life after uh, the beach volleyball career. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's the the goal. Sure. Yeah, you guys need to for sure. Uh, everyone check check out their YouTube page, uh, Beach Volley Vikings. Yes, and. Um, what about you guys' personal pages, Instagram, or like how can people follow you personally? If some, uh, someone was more attracted to one of you than the other, then <laughs> they can maybe uh, just follow you individually. We'll, we'll, send, them, we'll send them Christian's way. Yeah. <laughs> Christian's way on Instagram. Yeah, my name is Christian Sorum. <laughs> there it is, right Whoa. on. <laughs> Desperate. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> no, but uh, we we post a lot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our main page, and uh, we have gotten a lot more followers this year than ever before. I think we both gained like almost ten thousand. Uh, so, but we we don't say no to more followers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sponsors like that. And yeah. uh, speaking of sponsors. Those of you who are listening and not watching this, these boys are now wearing Red Bull hats. They uh, they weren't hat guys before, so their look is definitely different, but <laughs> they're both repping Red Bull uh, real well now. And, and as you know, if you know the sport, uh, only the elite athletes get that sponsorship. So congrats on that, boys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Uh, I think uh, what, the Dutch boys, Phil Dahlhauser... The Dutch team is number two in the world, right? So yeah. So uh, Red Bull now has the top two teams mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. plus Phil Dahlhauser, Nikola Lupo, Krasilnikov, Krasilnikov. They have Bruno and Allison, and uh, yep. pretty much all the top get guys. Get the whole world covered. They they yeah. picked their spots. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I thought it was cool too that because um, not a whole lot of people know that Red Bull you can't buy their hats. That so when you see someone wearing a Red Bull hat, that that means they're a signed athlete or mm-hmm. endorsed by them. Mm-hmm. I remember I saw you guys in San Jose, and that lady that was like, "Where'd you get those hats? They're yeah. awesome!" Uh, right. <laughs> like, Can't get them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty genius, actually. Yeah, they're good at marketing. Yeah, mm-hmm. same as the um, you know the tri- <laughs> the tri hats. They're really hard to come by. Uh, actually, no, um, they're just patches. <laughs> Anyone that wants one can have one. <laughs> Uh, Hendrik, what? Uh, how can people follow you? Well, I need more followers than these guys, so it's just <laughs> at Hendrik and Mo. There these you guys go. have uh, thousands of thousands of followers. Yours is more entertaining, more. I'm sure. Yeah, it is. It's, you it's, have the third it's, person. It's more. It's more genuine. Ah, uh, okay. It's more perfect. genuine. <laughs> There's more like business, like now. Oh, the big time, yeah. big time rebel guys. Yeah. I'm more casual, <laughs> so go follow that if you. If you want to, if you're into some <laughs> pigeon, then go follow him. Yeah, if you're yeah the Norway, the Norway, the Norwegian Hawaiian. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's like opposite of Hawaiian Viking. Viking, I like that. Viking. Um, last comments. So you guys, um, at the end of every show, we we kind of ask um, if you guys. What's our question? If you guys could give advice to. An up-and-comer or another avid beach volleyball fan, uh, what would your advice to those youngsters be? My advice would be just have play a lot and have a lot of fun when you're playing. Don't be too serious. Just uh, learn the game by having a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah uh, same as Kristen. Uh, it's really important to have fun. And 
if you're having so much fun that you want to like become professional, you're gonna t- take that step eventually. I think so. Uh, just play a lot and try to uh, yeah, bring your friends with you and uh, try to get more people into <laughs> into volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> No, but just uh, try to uh, just have have a lot of fun and uh, yeah, just watch on vlogs. It's a great lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no. A lot of promotion in this video. Watch our vlog. Too much. Um, no, for me, just um, just watch some video on these on these guys. Like that's we we also post uh, their games. Um, with uh with the pauses cut so it's just like 20 play minutes. after play after play yeah that's the and, way to watch uh, i've made a lot of use of that i appreciate it yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate the editing. so uh, if you want to like uh we we post all of our games so almost all of our games and it's it's great learning from these guys these guys are uh great athletes and uh they have some of the best technique in the game so check them out for sure yeah Alrighty. Yeah, we appreciate you guys hanging out. I know it's been a whirlwind of the past month and a half here in the US, so thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. I know you guys have been doing a ton of media stuff too. You hung out with the McKibbins for a little bit, I saw the other day. Mm-hmm. I know Volleyball Mag has a big feature coming out before Vegas. So thanks for the time. Good luck out in Thank Vegas. You. So far this has been the Good Luck Podcast. I mean, Try came out, got a win. Yep. We credit the podcast entirely, even exactly. Trevor's getting wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never Trevor. <laughs> Um, so thanks boys Uh, enjoy the rest of the trip in the US and good luck out in Vegas thanks for having us shoot 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 (laughs) yeah